reached your destination. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Red Hot Chili Prepper. This is episode 19. I'm Suzanne Sherman. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, producer, and amazing friend, Jeff Johnson. How are you, my friend? Um, I guess I'm amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so, outside of that, you know, I'm doing pretty well. Outside of all the junk that's going on uh, with the elections. I mean, and it's really funny, but, but I'm not going to go there. With all the junk that's going on, it is... Very pivotal uh, stuff that's going on in, related to prepping. So it's good time to be doing prepping shows. Yeah. And, you know, I, I did come across an article that in, in a response to COVID uh, grocery stores, this is from uh, MSN. I look at all sorts of sites here. So how grocery stores are preparing for the next wave of COVID-19 panic buying. Folks, we have seen this since early spring, but before we do this, I've got to do my housekeeping. I like to run off here and just start yapping, but you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Red Hot Chili Prepper, C-H-I-L-L-Y Prepper. Also, PolitiPrep Podcasts. I'm also on Float, F-L-O-T-E, at Cowgirl Esquire E-S-Q. Anchor is uh, where we will also upload these podcasts. Please like, rate, share the apps. You can also donate and help us out for as little as 99 cents a month. We would really appreciate that. SuzanneCSherman.com. You can find my website and our published articles as well as blogs, many of which have to do with preparedness and political stuff as well. Published articles, like I said, also links for uh, suggested reading. If you do that, it helps us out because you are purchasing books and we get something from Amazon at no additional cost to you. But like I said, uh, uh, Lex is already commenting, our live Facebook listeners, we thank you. Costco is out of toilet paper and cleaning products again. Now, I had a family member go to Costco. Now, remember, we were talking about uh, technology uh, is eventually going to monitor and supply us what they think that we need. Uh, I had a family member go to Costco a couple weeks ago and try and buy not only themselves a pack of toilet paper, but one for me as well. Get to the register. We're sorry, the register program will only let you buy one. Wait until we have no room for buying what we need to get on our own. We're going to be allocated based on, I don't know, kind of getting out there a little bit for right now, uh, but social credits. Oh, you're overweight, your medical files say. <laughs> no pizza for you. So think about that down the line. But this is going to be more of an uplifting episode about foods, but be aware this is that we do have some panic buying going on. We had toilet paper, eggs, $8 a dozen they were going for uh, over the spring. I've shared the story. There was a gal in our community that, that had uh, eggs for sale on her system where you take a dozen eggs or waiting for you to pick up and you drop off the money. And she came home one day, all of her birds were stolen uh, it was really hard to get baby chicks. People were lined up hours ahead of time. I managed to get five. They had them rationed out as well. So these are things to think about. But I was away in Las Vegas last week. My son was racing at the biggest go-kart race in the world, I'm proud to say. And because of all the nonsense with, you know, the masks and limitations on how many people could go in the restaurants, we just chose not to deal with it. We stayed at a great place that had a fully, you know, stocked as far as equipment was concerned kitchen. So we just bought our food and brought it to the hotel and cooked everything there. 
And my son lives with his dad and his brother and they go out to eat all the time. They don't like to cook. And a week with me cooking meals. And he said, I felt such a difference. I felt so much better, so much more energy and mentally alert and ready for racing than I have when he goes out. Yeah, because when you go out, even if you get good food, if you think about it, how much salt do they put in these foods to make it taste good? Everybody gets French fries. Everybody gets the French bread. You always are going to get some garbage when you go out. So you're not eating as well as you should. So I wanted to share a little bit of information on how you can keep stuff at home, not necessarily for an emergency situation, but there's a benefit for that as well. Like I said, we're about to get clobbered uh, with a snowstorm this weekend. So one of my books that I loved when I first started learning how to cook was Jamie Oliver's The Naked Chef. And on his first book, he has suggested basic list for your pantry. Jeff, you were mentioning some things you like to keep on hand as well. Yeah, we keep a lot of uh, diced uh, tomatoes, crushed tomatoes, whole tomatoes. Uh, we keep a lot of different uh, cream of mushroom, cream of chicken soups. We keep all kinds of things that go into other things to make them taste good. We keep a lot of stuff in the pantry, uh, not tons. I mean, well, I'm not talking a year's worth, but we keep quite a lot, you know, a couple months, three months uh, worth of food uh, prepar uh, that we can use for preparing food. Without you know, and that that doesn't even take a lot of money because a lot of these things you can find on sale for a dollar a can or less. So it really doesn't take a big budget to put some of this food away. Yeah, and you can keep some of the processed, ready-made food on hand as well. But what I want to share with you today is also ways. And by the way, you can also add things. So if you have a can of soup, you can add something to make it go farther. Add frozen peas or canned, you know, other canned vegetables if you need to stretch it. Add some rice if you need to. Whatever you need to do that way, so you can make bigger meals uh, go farther. My son likes. Um, he calls it rice and beans. I have elk meat or venison that I grind when I process it. And then I cook it with seasoning and onions. And then I pressure can it. What he likes and my family just seems to really enjoy is that with, I, I dump that with a, a quart can jar of elk stock as well as, and then I make some rice on the side. You can make more rice if you want it to go farther, add more beans. I put two cans of chili beans in there. Some of the tomatoes that you mentioned, Jeff, there's a meal, easy, one pot ready to go. If the power's out and you don't want to use, if you have a generator and don't want to fire up your range, I can heat it up on my wood stove or I can heat it up on a, on a, you know, slow cooker or my Instapot, something that doesn't require as much um, electricity or power from a generator, a draw from that. But let's talk about some things that you can just have in your pantry. Oh, I don't have salad dressing. You can make whatever dressings you want if you have this. I'm going to go through some of this list here. Obviously, salt, table salt, cooking salt. I like kosher salt. It is really good for, you can use that in as a substitute for canning, canning salt, which is pretty much the same thing. I also like some coarse sea salt that adds some texture for other foods as well. Sugar, you want brown sugar, white sugar, confectioner's sugar. Baking powder, always baking soda, flours, all-purpose uh, flour, bread, cake, self-rising. I'm not a bread maker, folks, but when I do make it, I use self-rising flour and just make some dinner rolls really easy. And if you're in a pinch, you don't want to have to deal with uh, you know, yeast rising and that sort of thing. Something I talked about once before, too, is uh, 
when uh, this this March, you could not buy yeast where I live in any grocery store. But guess what? I learned how to make sourdough bread because yeast is wild. You take some flour, some water, put it in a jar, cover it with a piece of cheesecloth, or if you want to make it real easy, who doesn't have coffee filters on hand? I just put a coffee can- a coffee filter on top of that. And lo and behold, you have a sourdough starter right there. So let's see what else. Dried pastas, any kind of dried pastas. Jeff, you can throw those together with some of those tomatoes you mentioned. Garlic, rather than having the fresh garlic, I will buy either the tubes or the jars of it refrigerated. It's always ready to go. Yes, I've grown my own garlic. I love it. But you can have some of this refrigerated and it's not going to get moldy, like if you have the fresh garlic in the cloves. Because I saw this and I used this as a template for stack for stocking my uh, stocking. I beg your pardon, my my own pantry as well. So the dried pastas again. These are foods that are really easy to prepare. I was just having a conversation with our good friend Robin Minyard, who is out hunting in Arizona right now, about canning. Uh, we were talking about canning foods, and they bought some beans on sale, dried beans. Now, if you're in a situation where where you don't have your resources available. It takes a lot to get uh, beans ready, ready to go. So we pressure canned our own beans ahead of time. Lex is saying, throw some juniper berries in the water to kick off the yeast faster. Good to know. Lex is one of my uh, prepper survivalist outdoor friends. Very, very skilled. So good advice. Thank you. Uh, Let's see. Dried mushrooms. Great to have on hand. Again, these are things that add a lot of vitamins and and flavor to your meals. You can use them any way you want. Once you rehydrate them, you can saute them or you can add them into soups. You can mix uh, pasta sauce with them or just when I was in the hotel for my son, I had one. They had one fry pan in the room. So I just cooked a big steak on the pan with the butter and mushrooms all at one time. When I was done with that, I threw some spinach on there and uh, just braised that and threw it on there as well. Sun-dried tomatoes, always great to add to something. Salads, whatever you want. Olives, black, green. I absolutely love Greek Kalamata olives. Julia is saying, is there any difference between brands of baking soda? <clears throat> one is a dollar, one is a dollar seventy-four. She says, I'm betting the dollar seventy-four is Arm and Hammer. And I think the other one's probably a generic brand. I personally, with the way things are right now, I go the cheapest. There are some things like that. I can't imagine making a noticeable difference, but I never really thought about there, there being one. I, I've never, I've used both and I've never had any difference in performance. Yep. And then like we talked about last time, I talked about having a good supply of ramen noodles on hand. I mean, they're, they're so inexpensive. And you can do so much for them. You can just mix anything you want in with them to make a meal out of it. Are they great? No. But you know what? Uh, If you really are very hungry and you're trying to make food go a long way, uh, those ramen noodles will add carbohydrates that will help you to uh, continue to function. We'll be right back to the discussion right after this about Roxanne, the music provider for the Wasatch Report. Music for this program has been brought to you by Roxanne, courtesy of Rat Pack Records. Radio Silence is the album and is available on Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, RatPackRecordsAmerica.com, and RoxanneBand.com.
use they're a real, lot of things. They're really inexpensive. And if you have friends that are struggling and need some need some supplies, that's certainly something you can throw in a care package. It's no great cost to you. And it's something they would probably really enjoy. Just a quick aside, I was at a at a gas station on our way to Four Corners on the Navajo Reservation in Arizona. And uh, the the suffering of these, these uh, Navajos down there, one came up to the RV just begging for food, had his hand out. And I just said, hold on. And I got him from my supplies, a can of chunky soup for two reasons. He could get a spoon from inside the, you know, the gas station. There was, it had, they had food there and he could just pop off the top whenever he wanted it. And I handed him that you would have thought I gave him lobster and Dom Perignon on a silver platter. He just held that in his hands, cradled it and looked at it and just slowly turned around. I get a little choked up just thinking about it. Uh, wish I could have done much, much more for him. So let's get back to this. So the baking powder, baking soda, salt, we mentioned peppers, any kind of dried herbs have, have a whole a plethora of that. I mean, what you see in the grocery store have that olive oil, sunflower oils, coconut oils. I love coconut oil as a substitute for butter when you're baking. It's also a nice skin moisturizer. You can brush your teeth with it. We'll have to do a show about that. We'll be right back after this message about Anchor FM. Here's when he mentions he's English. That's why anchovies. I'll pass. But, you know, Jeff, you probably put them on your pizza since you won't eat pizza the real way with pineapple. Yeah, no, that's sacrilege. No, no, <laughs> no anchovies and no, no pineapple on pizza. Oh, that's just, that's just absolute there. sacrilege. Mute your mic. Mute your mic again. I'm done with you for now. Uh, <laughs> there's as far as anchovies, I, I can't think of a single recipe, even Caesar salad that anchovies belong in capers. Now capers. I love capers, uh, herbs and spices. Again, he mentions herbs and spices. I absolutely love pine nuts. He's talking about having different kinds of nuts, almonds, walnuts, hazelnuts. Pine nuts are fantastic. You can just throw those on, on a hot skillet and toast them and add them to any kind of a salad cheeses. I love keeping that on hand, but of course, uh, you know, you have to think about that expires. What I'm trying to think about right now is things that really aren't going to go bad. So, um, anyway, this was a great book and I love talking about this stuff. Some of the herbs and spices he talks about, this is interesting too, because you want to think about this for, um, making your Turkey stock after Thanksgiving, black peppercorns. You can put those in a, in a grinder, dried chilies. I have dried chili peppers. You can go to, um, you know, the way things are these days, folks, I can go to Walmart without any BS for now with a mask. Although right now I'm also trying to go to my local grocery store, dried chilies. You can get these large size containers. If I had one within reach, I would have shown you, but you've seen them of garlic powder, onion, salt, any of those taco seasonings, chili powder, stock up on all that. One of the things I do when I can my meat that I put in my pantry is I don't put any of the other seasons other than some salt and pepper and onions. And from that, I can make chili. There's my chili powder. I can make a, a you know, basis for tacos or taco salad. There's my taco seasoning. So you're seeing where I'm going with this nutmeg outstanding in spinach soup, which is super easy to make, uh, coriander seeds, fennel seeds, cumin seeds, caraway seeds, uh, as well as all the powders for those I have mustard. So have a plethora of all these seasonings. So you can take that honey as well. Honey will not go bad. You can make a lovely 
honey mustard salad dressing, uh, you know, any, any of this, you can make any kind of dressing you see, you should be able to make with what we've talked about in, in this pantry. And again, like I said, just one week of me cooking for him in the hotel. And my son was saying that he was, uh, he absolutely could feel the difference. Oh, Lex, what are we going to do? He's, he's, he's going to block me on Facebook. He said, unsubscribe pineapple on pizza. You guys. Well, then you got your, your no, best friend in the world. You got Andrew yeah. with extra pineapple, yeah. you know, extra pineapple. Thank you, Andrew. And Julia's right. Harry fish on pizza. And uh, uh, no, yeah, no. Who does that? Who I does know. that? Fish on so. pizza. So anyway, yes, I, there's a lot of different things you can do if you just, and you don't have to spend a ton of money And this book. has a lot of uh, options for you. That yeah. way you can just kind of pick and choose what you do like and make sure you just stock up and you can do this on, like I said, on the cheap, get a little bit every week, every once in a while, uh, our local grocery stores will run these cans of tomatoes for about a bucket can. And you can, you can, you can buy a bunch for a buck. So, you know, just keep watching, watch the sales and stock your pantry. You don't have to be wondering what you're going to have next uh, tomorrow to eat when you have uh, lots of choices in that pantry. Yeah. And, and one of the other tricks, too, especially if you're not comfortable with cooking, find something that you can just put on one pan. If it's a grill pan, if it's a frying pan, big skillet, whatever, you can cook your salmon, a fillet of salmon, and then use your seasonings that you have on there and cook that on the same pan, drizzle some olive oil and throw on some asparagus, something like that. I like to have some fresh food in the house. And then when I use it, when I purchase something fresh, I think about what other recipes that I can combine it with. So if I'm going to make a steak, maybe I'll throw some mushrooms in the skillet with it as well. Then throw some spinach on there, like I mentioned, and braise it afterwards. Same things, uh, salmon and spinach. You can braise a bed of spinach to put the uh, sautéed salmon on there. Things like that. Think about foods that you can cook with one skillet. That's the stuff that gets people, you know, that gets people cooking. That's really what inspired me. And uh, again, my son, when he said, I, I just feel so much better after not going uh, after not going out to restaurants. And even if you go to really nice restaurants, you always overeat when you go to a restaurant. You know, this is a better way to, to do it. Andrew's saying, I took your advice and stocked my pantry a year ago, got me through some of the COVID shortages. I love hearing that stuff. I love hearing that the stuff we are doing is actually making, uh, make is encouraging people to make some changes that make their lives better. Lex is saying uh, he uses a, a one pan curry is uh, super simple and fantastic with dried and canned goods. Yes, curry is something else that you can buy that will last you a while. So you can get curry powder, you can get wasabi powder, all these things, uh, depending on what kind of flavors you like. But I encourage you, take some time and walk down that, that aisle of the store. They usually have the spices, the oils, the vinegars. Oh, by the way, I don't know if I said it on there, vinegars. You absolutely want some vinegars. I like rice wine vinegar, a nice bals uh, balsamico vinegar, um, red wine vinegar. And then I always have white vinegar on hand for bee stings. So sometimes the stuff in your pantry, bee, uh, like honey or uh, white vinegar, apple cider vinegar, outstanding. Yep. I actually use apple cider vinegar in my dressings as well as um, avocado mayonnaise. So that's really a good thing. That's an avocado-based mayonnaise. So from that, you can make sauces. You can, uh, you know, add anything you need to, to your recipes. So anyway, we wanted to do a little show just 
fun having some stuff on food. Uh, we did a show with uh, Dan Reed, the culinary libertarian. And we're actually going to, we talked about food sovereignty. I think we're going to get together and, and write about that a little bit more. But this is the stuff, folks, that gives you the freedom to get through these times. It's about being self-reliant. This is about not just surviving. This is about not, you know, not, not just getting through. I don't feel like cooking. This is about absolutely thriving when maybe you don't want to go to the grocery store and you're going to make something at home that's even better than something you would have gotten from takeout or DoorDash or any of these places that are, you know, making, they're making it so easy to get junk food these days, contactless delivery. Make your own food. Andrew's saying raspberry vinegar is great for salad dressings and cranberry sauce. Absolutely. I even throw a little red wine vinegar in my pasta sauce. It gives a little bit. Yes, cayenne. Oh, cayenne pepper will stop bleeding. Absolutely. Great advice here. I love when we cross over with these topics because there's some stuff there that, uh, you know, I, I really believe in herbal natural remedies wherever you can get them. White vinegar for fabric softener. I also heard that baking uh, soda is also a good fabric softener. So we'll, we'll, I think we should do a show about dual purpose uh, items that we should have on hand too. But anyway, folks, we want to thank you all for sticking around for this and just having a little lighthearted conversation uh, about stocking your pantry, cooking. I love talking about this. And I'm glad that the advice that we have given has helped people out. We really thank you for uh for following us on that anyway i'm suzanne sherman this is jeff johnson also joining me thank you for listening to the red hot chili prepper <laughs>